This is another episode of Main Corpse. Horror Derbs. <laughs> Alright, this is uh, this is gonna be fun. We have got a story for you that's going to turn the stomach. Alright, welcome back to Main Corpse. Today, we've got something really, really cool to try. We'll get to that in just a minute, but we also have a really, really really um good story to get to today that i feel very very good about so i can't wait for you to hear this one um i'm very excited and it's yeah. super local so oh, really really into this so what do we have you're the one who picked up the uh the food what do we got here okay so um i'm sure everybody here has seen it if you listen to our show you're probably getting um little ads about it the same way i did on facebook but the band Green Day mm -hmm. has started roasting coffee. So I picked up a bag of Oakland coffee. I decided to do the Atomic Garden Whole Bean Medium Dark Roast because I'm that level of bougie. I have a coffee grinder. I talked Matt into getting a coffee mm -hmm. grinder. I do have one too. Um, yep. <laughs> and we're going to try it three different ways. We're going to do drip. We're going to do a French press. And we're also going to do a pour over um, because... They all taste really different. Mm -hmm. Like as far as kinds of brewing coffee, yep. you're going to get different flavor notes. And I want to see one, what's the best way? And two, if this is any good. You know how often I French press at my house now? And I hate even saying that. <laughs> out loud. Um, I do it all the time. And by the way, since it's Oakland coffee, shout out to Oakland, the original home of the Raiders. All right. Uh, not to divide any people on our show, but go Raiders. All right. <laughs> So, which one are we going to try first? Um, we're going to do the pour over because I always feel like it's a little bit more delicate. So, I'd like Sweet. to get it poured first. Okay. So. And while she's pouring that, I'm also going to uh, shamelessly plug the amazing Main Corpse mugs that you can buy from our shop. That's what we're drinking this out of today. You should get yourself one. If you see us in person this year, we may also have a couple... Exclusive Special edition exclusives. Mugs so. with us. And you should pick one of those up too. Alright, All right, so. let's give this a shot. Okay. I really like the warmth of behind this coffee. It's got like it's nice and bitter. It gives you that like little bit of like a slap of a mm -hmm. dark roast. It really does. Um because you said this is what? Is this a medium or a it's light? It's a medium dark roast. Oh, it's a medium dark. Okay. Because yeah. it, this definitely tastes like a dark roast to me, at least at first. But then at the end of it, I'm getting like those fruitier elements that I normally get out yeah, of like I'm, a light roast. I'm trash and never ever pick out the same notes that everybody picks out. But I'm learning. Let's see. It says smooth full flavored session coffee for all day brewing a premium blend of colombia and honduras organic arabica coffee so yeah i'm not seeing any tasting notes on it but i'm getting the initial sip that i take i'm getting a really 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 woodsy vibe yeah, i'm not feel i i don't have any nutty flavors but no, none. maybe maybe some chocolate mm-hmm so my initial drink of it, it, it literally smells like I'm, it tastes like I'm standing in the woods. <laughs> um, that's really odd for me to say. Feels like, it feels like campfire It coffee. does. It really does. This feels like, like when they said good for every day, all day brewing, that's exactly what I get out of this. This is good for like all day long. This is a, a very nice cup. It's got a mild chocolatey backbone to it and it tastes fruity at the end. That's what I'm, yeah. that's what I'm picking up. Almost a citrusy lemon there at the very end. Mm-hmm. 
I feel it. Oh, man. That's a good coffee. It's a good cup of coffee. I I'm, I hate to say I'm surprised by it, but I, I generally steer away from, like, all the famous people making so, coffees. All right. So, fun fact. I'm about to plug a different band entirely. Um, and they're a little bit controversial because they are... Um, I'm just going to say it. It's all-time low, and they just had some mm-hmm. sexual assault allegations. allegations. Yeah, I saw that, too. Um, but so has every band except, like... Mike him from that genre yeah yeah and those years so um anyway they make a cold brew really and it doesn't have anything to do with them like doesn't say like their Mm -hmm. band name or whatever they just make a cold brew okay and um it's one of the best store-bought cold brews you can get really we'll try it on the show we need to yeah i would love to try it okay so what are we doing next french press my go-to at home these days did you hear that pour? It was so yes, pretty. It's amazing. I can't see how much another I put amazing in your cup. pour. That's totally fine right there. All right. And so. by the way, Brittany, shout out to you. You're not having to deal with us chew today. So go you. You just have to listen to me slurp. It smells, smells completely, completely different. Completely different, doesn't it? Like it, the the smell because what we're doing, guys, just to explain, we're smelling it, then we're sipping it and kind of letting it coat the inside of our mouth like all just all over the place so we can try to taste every note and then i'm just doing a simple drink after that the flavor's not as strong nowhere near as strong um the notes aren't as prevalent like the citrusy final notes but i think the the chocolatey notes are really strong i'm gonna i'm gonna agree with you and not only that it tastes like a um what is the darkest cocoa you've ever had percent wise a hundred percent. A hundred same. Okay, I just wanted to make sure. And I also had a hundred percent. I guess they call them young coffee beans, so they're mm-hmm. not. I mean, young chocolate beans, so they're not roasted as long. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's what this tastes like. This tastes yeah. like that young, that that less roasted coffee flavor or less roasted chocolate flavor. It's really good. That is a very drinkable. Yeah, this drinkable one's, coffee. This tastes more like a medium roast mm-hmm. than the original one did. The pour over, yeah, my definitely pour over, has the dark, yeah. So pour over is always going to be a stronger mm-hmm. flavor for me, but I like it because yeah. it has so many different notes. <sighs> See, with this, you're not getting all those notes, but it doesn't matter because it's still so interesting and it's complex. A good cup of coffee. It really is. This way, um, and I'm I'm going to say this again in the nicest way possible. With the French press, it comes out tasting more like a diner coffee to me. Yeah, like the coffee you just walk into a diner and you get it, but it's really good. Like the next level diner experience. Do the pour over, and it tastes to me, in comparison, mm-hmm. um, like that cup of coffee that you get at a fancy restaurant to go with your dessert. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That's a really that's a really good comparison. I guess what we're saying is this is an incredibly versatile coffee. Mm -hmm. And I poured us both way too much French press because we only have the two mugs. Yes. So, first of all, I'm just going to say Oakland Coffee, shout out to you guys. We're going to tag you in this. And and you guys are, are doing some... Some damn good work. That's a very, very, very good roast. Oh, and a quick shout out. All of their stuff is compostable. That's amazing. Including their K-Cups. Yeah, that's cool. Which is such a... That is so good. I have completely stopped using K-Cups. Congratulations for being a better person than me. I just now said I regret it. (laughs) I, I completely regret it. I'm like, I made this choice to move away from them because they were costing me too much, just to be honest. Like... 
I, I should have had this idea of like, oh, we have to reduce, reuse, and recycle. No, mine was, no, this is too expensive. Um, so, so I moved. I have, I have K-cups that I use because mm-hmm. I can't purchase in bag the flavor that I like. Got it. Okay. But um, for the most part, I just use the little filters. Yeah, that's what I do too. I use yeah. the little cup and the little filter. Yeah. And that's. And it works fine for me. All right. So are we ready to try this as a drip? I am. I did a whole pot of drip because I just figured we would end up drinking. We are going to end up drinking that whole thing. This is the last thing anyway. I'm just going to pour a whole cup of it. Do you? Just give me like half a cup for now. Ooh, somebody's watching us caffeine. I have drank a lot of coffee already today. Well, first of all, so have I. All right. Again, it's got a different smell to it than both of the other options. And I'm actually going to say I like this better because you know what this reminds me of? What? This smells like fall leaves to me. Okay. Like campfire coffee. Like It smells like when you walk out and all the leaves are dead and you crunch on them while you're walking. That's what it smells like to me. I'm going to say the citrus and bitter notes are a little more... Um, like forward yeah in this version of the coffee so here's what i'm going to say and you can agree or totally disagree with me one way or the other this is literally the perfect in between for the first press and and it the is. pour over now i agree yeah so um that actually might have to do with the way you grind mm. so for I'm about to get fancy again. Okay. So for pour over, for you it. do um, as fine of a grind as you can. Okay. For um, drip coffee, somewhere around a medium. Mm-hmm. And then your French press is as coarse as you can. Yep. I, I so, learned the coarse thing the hard way because when I first got my French press, the one you gave me actually, and mm-hmm. I was playing around with it, I kept getting coffee grinds grounds in my coffee Mm -hmm. and i looked it up and they're like you are doing it way too way too fine so then i did a coarse grind and it's been perfect every time since yeah and the reasoning for that is how long the water is going to be touching your actual coffee yeah that makes sense so yeah fun facts and um so i love this what's your favorite of the three methods what ones um I don't have a favorite. My least favorite, I think, is French press. Okay. That's um, interesting. But I think I think drip is my go-to everyday coffee. Mm-hmm. But I really, really like pour over and that this is a coffee bean that's a treat myself kind of okay. day on my pour over. Yeah. The pour over wins for me. Yeah. It's, you get every comp because, again, the French press, I think, was the the worst, which is funny because that's my favorite way to make coffee anymore is French press. Um, and it was, to me, it did not let the coffee shine. You didn't get all the complex flavors, all the aromas. Whereas yeah. with pour over, you got everything. With drip, you just got some of it. Yeah. Um, if you don't want like a really like bitter, stark, mm-hmm. no notation filled coffee, the drip is definitely the way to go. This one. I agree. If you don't like a super dark flavor, then maybe the French press because the French press really, I'm finding mutes the flavor of a lot of coffees. Yeah, it, that's that's kind of uh, disturbing to me, and I'm gonna have to start trying because um, I have. Yeah. An, an older pour-over setup that I just have not used. I bought it from from a yard sale, actually. And I'm going to try it. I'm going to try it with uh, with some of the ones I have at I'm my house. I'm literally sitting so. here regretting not getting that espresso machine we walked by in the 
we sale yesterday. We we literally walked right by one. We both like stared at it for longer than we should have, and we probably could have got it for like two bucks, which is what we definitely could have. Yeah. And oh, what a shame. So if you're listening, lady that was in the cheese house selling a bunch of thrifty stuff at Helvetia yesterday, um, hit me up. And by the way, guys, you're gonna be. Um, hit in the face with a lot of Helvetia updates over the next few episodes. Uh, so just get yourself ready for that. Um, we had a really fun time, and uh, we have some really cool stuff to talk about. Yeah, so. I definitely yeah. suggest it. Um, not not if you have kids. They don't have enough stuff. To keep them occupied. To keep yeah. me occupied. Mm-hmm. The ADHD is strong. Yeah, I will say that I could have enjoyed it just as much going about two hours later than what we got there. Yeah. Yeah, and I, I would have and it would have been a perfect day. All right, are we ready to get to our story? I think we probably should. Because I have got a story today that is simultaneously tragic and then feel good. So I don't know if anybody else does this, but I'm gonna say it. Every time you say, So today I've got a story, mm-hmm. um, I hear our intro. Today we've got a story that'll turn the stomach. So <laughs> So listen, um, there's something else I want to try out. Do you mind if I try it out really quick before we move on? Because it's the perfect episode to do it. So I'm going to take a drink of my coffee because uh, Papa needs his coffee. I'm going to try a new catchphrase, and I think that's going to be it. Papa needs his coffee. It's going to be on mugs and shirts. Get ready for it. I'm excited. That's certainly something. Mm -hmm. You know why I'm doing that? Because Papa needs his coffee. Boom. Huh? I've been I've been planning to spring that one on you for a couple months. I'm glad it happened today. All right, let's get to our story because um, I'm amped up on coffee right now, and I'm ready to talk about this. So I'm going to take you back to 1985 for a couple for a couple uh, minutes here, and we're going to talk about a young boy named Jeremiah Watkins. So Jeremiah was found murdered. Um, on Tuesday, November 12th of 1985. Um, According to a criminal complaint, um, he was found buried in a shallow grave near railroad tracks in Terra Alta, West Virginia. So with that being said, um, he was found dead with a stab wound. Um, I believe they said it was his abdomen. Um, And once they did the autopsy, they actually determined that in addition to the stab wound, Watkins had suffered a brain bleed from an apparent blow to the head. In the subsequent years following the 1985 discovery of his body, um, they found, from what I understand, no leads, no, um, no, no help in figuring out what had happened to this young 13 year old boy. Um, And that, all changed this month in February of 2023. So deputies um, stated that they started working on this cold case at the beginning of February and found statements that led them to David Adams, uh, currently 56, and they brought him in to interview him under oath. Um, On February 13th of 2023, Adams provided a statement to law enforcement that he was at his residence and struck Jeremiah in the face before taking him to the shed where he stabbed him to death. Did he say why? It was over a dispute concerning a bicycle. With a 13-year-old? With a 13-year-old. 
How old was this man? So he's 56 now. Um, I'm not good at quick math, so I can't tell you how old he would have been in 1985, but he probably would have been in his 20s, I would assume. Yeah, uh, in his 20s. Um, So, yeah. With a 13-year-old kid. And he he murdered a 13-year-old boy and buried him in a shallow grave. But the good news is um, he is now in custody. He is sitting in North uh, Central Regional Jail right here in West Virginia on $1 million bond. Um, and I'm he, curious to see how this case plays out now since he's admitted to it. Yep, he's admitted to it. and um, Has he made any pleas? Not that I'm aware of. Not yet. Um, I will keep an eye on this one because I think this one's worth talking about. Um, I... When I said this was kind of a feel-good story, it is a feel-good story for me because someone has found at least some sort of um, justice in this. Anytime a cold case that we're talking about is almost, at this point, you're talking close to 40 years old, and they're just figuring out what happened. Um, It's it's wonderful. The family of of this young boy who was killed in 1985, um, they can rest easy if he had any siblings. any aunts, uncles, they can at least now know who was responsible. They'll get more information about what happened. And anytime we can find justice for a victim of, of, and in this case, I'm just going to call it a, that's, that's a heinous crime. I mean, the way he described it, he beat him in the face with something and then drug him into a shed and stabbed him to death. And then buried and then him his, yeah, then in a shallow him. grave beside the railroad tracks. So, um, to the family of him, uh, we're very happy that you've found some sort of uh, peace and and some sort of information on what happened um, to your uh, beloved family member. Again, very young boy. There's a picture of him. Uh, We'll we'll make sure we we follow up on this story, guys. We'll make sure we tell you um, how the murderer pleads. Um, and we will, uh, we'll try to update it as this goes on, because I'm sure this trial is going to get interesting. And, um, you know, like I said, I'm just happy to hear that a cold case from 40 years ago is solved, especially one that hits so close to home. Oh, definitely. This yeah. is what? Not even an hour away from us? Not even an hour away from actually, uh, kind of, kind of, kind of sort of in the same area that we were just now in. Uh, cause it's right around that Elkins, Terra Alta, Preston okay. County ish area. Um, so all of that's kind of interconnected, uh, along that way, sort of. So it's just, it's kind of, it's kind of cool to hear that, that, you know, we took the time and the resources out of our day uh, to mm-hmm. find the killer of someone um, who was murdered in 1985. Yeah, so, definitely. Yeah. That's uh... that's all I have for now. And thank you, WBOY, for that story. I could not find any additional information on it. So I did use your story um, so that we could get this out there. And again, we'll follow up on this. If he's tried anywhere near this area, it's probably going to get interesting, um, especially as more information comes out. So um, that's all I have for today. Yeah, I I don't even have words for this one. It's kind of a bummer, but it's also kind of a good thing that we figured it out. Did they find a lead? How did... 
No information has been released on that yet. I we don't I don't know from what I've read from the couple articles I've I've kind of rummaged through. This was the best one that I found from WBOI. So again, shout out to them. Really good journalism. But um they I could not find additional information on what caused them to reopen it. I'm assuming we're gonna find out it's one of those things where he started running his mouth about something or told the wrong person and got caught. I mean, usually people like this catch themselves. I would not be surprised if that's the case here. That's fair. That's a fair point. Yeah. So we'll see. And as soon as I have an update on how they reopened it, why they reopened it, um, we'll do another short on it. Maybe we could contact. Um, um, Yeah. We could contact the police and maybe get an interview of some kind. I would love to. Um, And by the way, there is some contact information here. Uh, So again, um, Adams is being held in North Central Regional um, Jail in lieu of a $1 million bond. So he can't pay his bond. Um, Shocker there. Um, I mean, to be fair, I couldn't pay that bond either. And they're also asking for anyone with any additional information about this um, to reach out to Captain Titchnell um, at 304 329-1611, extension 2152. I'll make sure Brittany puts that in the information or in All the right. uh, episode details. So we'll see. There's definitely going to be updates on this one, guys. So again, that's all I got. Well, stay creepy, guys. Stay creepy. And where can um, they find us? Stay safe. They can find us on... Um, I just completely drew a blank. iHeartRadio, Amazon, Audible, uh, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Anchor, and most places where you can get wonderful podcasts that actually are fantastic and and us as well. Um, And reach out to us at maincorpsepodcast at gmail.com. You can reach out to us on Facebook. You can reach Instagram. I'm checking it periodically, but Mm -hmm. posting nothing. Um, Or Twitter. (laughs) <laughs> or Twitter. Yeah, get a hold of us on Twitter. I'll definitely see it if you get a hold of us there. Um, and by the way, I want to formally apologize for doing that to you so many times because being put on the spot is a little bit rough. Isn't it, though? Yeah. <laughs> and uh, remember, Papa needs his coffee. All right? Stay creepy, you weirdos. Stay creepy.